I recently asked the women in my group to tell me their best tips for starting new. And I also asked them to think back to when they first started and what were they most worried about. I think you'll find their answers so helpful. Hey everyone, I'm Emily Reagan, and you've discovered Unicorns Unite. This is a podcast for freelancers, service providers, virtual assistants, and curious listeners who would like to experience the freedom and flexibility of working virtually. We're the magic makers, movers and shakers, and the real people doing the work behind the scenes of online businesses. Welcome to Unicorns Unite. Hey, 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 it's Emily Reagan. I'm here with another episode of Unicorns Unite. And so pleased that you're listening with your ears, doing whatever you're doing right now. I commend you. It shows me a lot that you're dedicated to learning and making this business work for you. So today I have a special episode. It's kind of a conglomerate of answers that I got from various women in my Facebook group. And most of them are my students and they're very wise. You'll find their advice really helpful if you're starting new or you're a little bit on the struggle bus deciding what services to do, how to work with the clients and all of that. So it's It's not an easy world. Let me preface by being an independent contractor is not easy. I don't think anyone out there is trying to paint it all rainbows and unicorns. Although I say you can be a unicorn with your talent, it doesn't mean it comes easy. It doesn't mean it comes overnight. It does take one client at a time. It takes digging in, doing the work, and putting yourself out there. So I asked some of my students, what was their best tip for starting new? And so many of them had this same advice. Sharon says, just do it. You know more than you think you know, and you can do more than you think you can do. So many of us are doubting how we're going to be able to help someone. Why me? Why would they want to use me? I've been out of work for so long. I haven't done this before. But it all comes down to the Pareto principle, the 80-20 rule. Business owners are overwhelmed. They're in the weeds and they need to get 80% of those tasks off their plate if they are going to have a successful business. And the smart ones know this. The smart ones are investing in human capital and they're hiring people to their team. If you have a solid brain, if you can figure things out, get things done, be thorough, have attention to detail, show that initiative, you are providing a huge service just by taking a problem finding out the answer, finding out the solution, what are the next steps. Even if you can't do it, if you can bring someone to the table who can and help them find the solution, you're invaluable. This is what they need. So Jillian says, same as Sharon, the doing part stops the procrastination and quiets the doubt. It also lets you see what you like and what you don't like, and then you can adjust accordingly. You're going to gain so much clarity when you say yes to the jobs and you try them out. You're not going to have all of the answers at the beginning. You don't have all of the answers at the end or in the middle. It's a constant evolving process of learning, improving, trying things, and you are going to be doubting yourself. You're going to be doubting your talent. And there's a reason that imposter syndrome exists. I have it. There's so many times in my own business I have it, and it's because I know there's somebody out there who could do it better. But bottom line, I go back to that main rule where I am helping someone out. I am providing a service. And you know what's really cool? There is way more work 
then there are freelancers who can help with the work right now. This is why we're carving out our special little niche as a digital marketing or digital media assistant. So much work right now and not enough people who know the online formula who can help in that big way that a solopreneur or small business owner needs help with. You're going to find out things you like and don't like. Early on, I did a ton of Pinterest for several different clients. I think all of my clients started off as Pinterest clients. And now my business has completely changed where I only have one and that's kind of part-time when she's in between teammates or when I just need to come in and kind of help clean it up and get her numbers better. I have no desire to have 10 Pinterest clients anymore. I've kind of moved on from that. That's just an example of learning and growing. You're going to find things you don't like. I managed Jennifer Allwood's social media for a year, and that's not anything I ever want to do again. I like doing my own social media. I found out after doing that, I just didn't want to do it for clients. I'll pop in with consultation, with a strategy. I can help in the short term. That's not something I want to take on long term. And guess what? I don't have to offer it. You can figure out what you like, figure out what you're good at. You'll gain experience on what you don't like. For some people, it's the tech. For some people, it is the graphic design. For some people, it's the writing. You get to own what you're good at and you get to say no to the tasks that you don't love. But you're not going to find this out until you actually do the work. And there's so much work right now that the way to get in, the way to book out and get your foot in the door is say yes to online marketing tasks and help. Mary Lee says, learn as much as you can without feeling too overwhelmed. Decide on one or two tasks you are comfortable with and go for the job opportunities that feature those tasks. The best, the fastest, and really only way to get over newbie jitters is to simply get to the work. It's exactly what I just said, but I want to encourage you to go listen to episode 54, where I talk about three tasks you can offer. Those are repeatable very in-demand task that open the doors to online marketing without being too overwhelmed. Like you're not getting too technical. You're not having an entire launch right on your back. These are repeatable, everyday, every week tasks that need to get done that occur at this like normal baseline level that the business owner cannot stay stuck in those. So if you can take them and do them, that's a great place to start. Kristen says, don't get caught up in different things you could try. They all work if you just stick with one and double down on getting it there. There's plenty of time to add things once you're earning a consistent income. It is hard to say you specialize in everything. That doesn't attract anyone. So starting with those three tasks I talked about are a great start, right? People say the riches are in the niches, just doesn't sound right to me. I like to say niches, I think. (laughs) I think. I don't know. I'm always questioning that word and I'm always looking it up and then my mouth says what I want to. People say that and it's true. Down the line, when you start to work with high-end clients, you want to be very clear on what those services are. You can still have a smattering of unicorn services. I do quiz funnels and I like it because it combines tech, graphic design, email marketing, and Facebook ads. Like I found my my niche, right? And it's still a unicorn offering. And for you, that could be something different. Maybe you end up doing website design. Maybe you end up doing just graphics. Maybe you become a copywriter. Maybe you just do Facebook ads. Like there are so many options out there. Sometimes you know at the beginning which one you want to work for. And you've got a head start if you know that. But it's hard to book out when you're new 
with that one service. So I like to say, get your foot in the door offering stuff related to that. Like if you want to do Facebook ads, start offering social media and put your emphasis on that. That's what Kristen's saying. Don't go off and start offering, I don't know, admin services and other things that just like aren't quite related to the social media aspect. Do the thing that will get you to that higher level. That's what you double down on. You learn everything you can about that field. You just might have to start with a little bit lower tasks, for lack of a better word. And then you can get to the higher paying ones with time. Okay, so I got my foot in the door helping with Pinterest and blogging, and that opened up so many other doors, right? But first I had to master those, get really good, really impress my clients, and then new things opened. There was plenty of time for me to add podcast management. There was plenty of time for me to help with email uh, promotion campaigns. There was plenty of time to add that later. Offering too much at once is going to be a little bit overwhelming, but it's another thing if your client's like, hey can you do this? And then you say yes. All right. Claudia said, there are plenty of fish in the sea. Don't get discouraged if the first couple of discovery calls do not go the way you wished. There are lots of job opportunities out there. Your first client is coming. Claudia's a great story about this because she kissed quite a few toad clients. I love that analogy because not everybody works out. Sometimes you say yes to clients. I find that some of them last three months because it's just not quite the right fit for so many different reasons, but you cannot take that personal. Your golden ring clients are out there, but you have to put your name in the hat. You have to be constantly applying. I know you've heard me say this analogy before, but I'm going to bring it back because I love the sport of volleyball. When I was playing volleyball before all of my children were born and I played like every night of the week, I was constantly trying to build the best volleyball team. I was constantly adding new people. Other people would drop out, trying to replace people and just figure out what worked based on schedules, based on ability, based on whether we were indoor or sand or how many people were on the team and who worked well together. It was a constant process. And your clients are like that too. You're going to be trying out different people in different seasons and seeing what works. You don't have to be loyal to a fault. Go back and listen to one of my recent episodes where I talk about when it's time to walk away from a client. I think that's very, very helpful when you're starting out and you're like, something isn't quite right. I think this client isn't working out. Go listen to episode number 52. How do you know when it's time to quit a client? I think that will help you with that. And then you can start moving toward the right people, the right clients that you're working with. Now, over in my student group and in my work group, I share job leads. I have business owners going to hireaunicorn.com. They fill out a very low-key form, and we post their job in our student groups. And we have up to three, sometimes four, apply for that job. Like, I don't want to inundate the business owner. And we built this community of abundance and sharing and encouraging. It's not really, it's not competitive like some of those groups of VAs where there's like 40,000 people. It's not like that at all. This is apples to apples. Business owners are coming to me because they want that well-rounded implementer. They want a unicorn. They want a digital marketing assistant. And sometimes there's like jobs in there that don't quite uh, make sense. Like somebody will want, <laughs> for instance, they'll have like a laundry list of things they want and then they'll want video editing. Well, not everybody offers video editing. So don't let that stop you. Put your name in the hat for the jobs where you can do a couple of the things and let it be. If the business owner is going to hold out for their 
absolute perfect unicorn, they're going to be waiting a while. You go in with what you can offer now, what you can take off their plate, and you can grow into those other things like Kristen said. Start with what you know, and then you can grow to the other things. Don't just completely start trying to offer all of it when you haven't done it before. Go in with sure-footedness on those tasks that you know well, that you've already done, or that you have previous experience, like job experience in, right? That translates easily online. Mary Lee says, look at this experience as a learning experience and gaining knowledge. While a discovery call may not lead to a job or partnership, it gave you exposure. It gave you an opportunity to hone your skills on Zoom or on the phone. And don't get comparitis. We are all at different points in our journey and set our goals and our work to achieve them. But don't panic that you're not making seven figures in six months. Find your people and supportive network like I have. Mary Lee is just giving me a little shout out for the work group with this post too. Um, I have that unicorn VA work group. There's only about 40 of us. We build each other up. We support each other. We share job leads. If Carrie doesn't want to do something, she can refer Natasha And I've, (laughs) Natasha's like referred people in our group and given them a pay raise at the same time. Like, oh yeah. And this is her hourly rate, (laughs) just like upping her pay without asking her. But like, this is a network of referrals over there and you get the job leads. So you've got to find the people to help you in your journey because it's not easy being alone. Like you're going to want to complain about your clients and maybe your mom and your husband don't want to hear about it every day. Finding a network that can support you and it's time to ask for a pay raise or get advice on things, uh, a network that can keep you up to date because things are changing all the time. And you can't stay up with it as like a single single VA, like working by yourself. Like you need to know what's changing and come to your clients with those changes to, you know, cement your relationship and, you know, be smart for them. They're going to depend on you and it's just going to impress them and refer them. My work group is open. You can apply. I'm taking uh, the creme de la creme to be in that group because I have some high-level jobs in there. Some of them are business owners just starting, and some of them want more advanced things or help with launches or like OBM-type level stuff. So it's a mix over there, and you're welcome to apply, and we'll get back with you on how you can join. Um, If you don't have these skills to even get started, I encourage you to check out the Digital Media VA Crash Course. Just go to vacrashcourse.com. I teach everything you need to know to get started to have that solid footing and that foundation to say yes to any of these clients. You will have the knowledge hands down and the resource to refer to to be able to do the work, plus that community over there. And you can't compare to somebody who started a couple years ago. You can't compare to someone who's been an OG VA before we even knew we were VAs, right? Some people are at a different point. Uh, There are people who are better at making the seven figures, and there's certain tasks that lend themselves to that, like copywriting, Facebook ads, uh, website design, people doing day rates. They are the ones who are making the seven figures, but you don't start there. You start doing the $20, $25 an hour work. You start moving into services and packages that are priced and productized. And I have a whole podcast on that one too, which I encourage you to listen to. Let me grab the number really quick. That one's all about freelancer pricing models, and it will give you ideas of what to work for. That's episode number 46. So Mary Lee brings up a really good point with this, and she's saying, look at this as a learning experience. Hey, this podcast is sponsored by my very own GIF and sticker making workshop. Turn your clients' videos into GIFs. 
design branded stickers for Instagram stories, and master the art of making your own GIF for promo emails. This is fun unicorn magic that we can do behind the scenes easily for our clients. The workshop is one hour, just $17.99. The link is in the show notes or go to emilyreaganpr.com slash GIF workshop. That's G-I-F workshop. Back to the show. Every time you work with a client, every time you apply for a job, every time you do a discovery call, you are getting smarter, you are learning, and you are improving. This is hands down the growth mindset. I cannot stress this enough because this is what business owners are hiring and they want to see this. They want to know they're hiring somebody who's eager to learn, test, and get better. They're not trying to hire a perfectionist and if they are, run the other way because that just doesn't exist. That's a fixed mindset. The growth mindset is what they're hiring. Anyone can learn digital marketing skills. Anyone can learn ConvertKit on their free time and learn how to map out an automation or send an email campaign. Not everybody has the mindset to figure stuff out, to get it done for the client, and to be constantly improving, learning, and stepping up to the challenge. So that's what Mary Lee's trying to tell you. You're going to not get the job. You're going to have business owners not even respond when you send an email inquiry or even when they send you one and you send one back and then they ghost. That is going to happen. It's not a reflection on you. You don't take that personal because you have a growth mindset and you know that you're just getting better and better. All right. It's not at all a reflection on you when a business owner does that. Ghosting, I mean. Okay. So I asked a couple people to think back when they first started out as a VA or a freelancer as a new business owner. And I said, what were you worried about that didn't come true? And this is, I don't want to say laughable. All of these are legit concerns. When you're starting a new business, like all of this is legit. Stephanie, who's booked out right now in my work group, says not being hireable. She came to me not having a marketing degree, you know, being newer to this world, but like a good head on her shoulders, ability to get stuff done. And she is like a podcast manager now, OBM level, completely booked out, looking to hire someone else to help her on her own team. She was scared of not being hireable. Goes back to what I said at the beginning of this podcast. Like, there's too much work. What you have is in demand. I promise you, people are looking for you. Anne Marie, who's one of the all stars in my work group, said, messing up and getting fired. Oh, this is so true. I've totally messed things up. It happens, right? But I have the growth mindset. I get better. And my clients just appreciate me being open and honest and handling it. Things are going to happen. There's going to be typos. One time, oh my gosh, one time the website completely disappeared because I added a new plugin. So then I had to get on the phone with GoDaddy and I didn't charge for all of my mistakes and I got smarter, but my client just appreciated like I was the one on the phone with GoDaddy getting the website restored. She didn't have to handle it. It's one thing if you create a mess that they have to fix. It's another thing if you just handle it. I had another thing happen recently, and I'm kind of embarrassed to tell you, but I was helping somebody with their Facebook ads, and they just completely deleted, completely deleted. I don't even know what happened, to be honest. And I freaked out. Part of me just wanted to like quickly like rebuild it and not tell her, and just ended up being a disaster. Maybe I shouldn't be telling you guys this on the podcast. I don't want you to think it's all perfect. Like there was that moment of sheer panic where like I effed up and I honestly still don't know how this happened. But guess what I did? I rebuilt it. I took care of it and she still works with me. Okay. It wasn't the end of the world. I have had 
clients kind of fade away, usually because they are not in it long term. Um, my true clients who are serious about their business, like see the value in an implementer and someone who helps them or has a referral network. I've had one client fire me. One. And that was for a mistake that someone on my team made, but that was already a client I was mutual. So it just gave her the excuse. And that was a huge mistake she made by not doing the work at all. <laughs> like, not cool. Uh, I wouldn't even call that a mistake. I would call that like completely unprofessional, but whatever. Latasha says the same thing. I'd make one mistake and never get a client again. Okay. I saw this recently in a Facebook group. I'm going to mess it up, but somebody said, it was a copywriter, and she was talking about working with a PETA client. And in case you don't know what a PETA client is, it's a pain in the A. You can figure it out. I don't want this to have bad in it. So <laughs> she said, what did she say? Oh, my gosh. Let me collect my thoughts for a second. Like, the crazy client is not going to bring you down because everybody knows they're crazy. Like, that one crazy person is not going to bring your whole business down. So don't sweat that. <laughs> and it sounds silly. Like you think like you're just going to get blacklisted and never working again. And the reality is those visionary, creative entrepreneurs outnumber people like you and me four to one. Four to one. There are not enough implementers and integrators to help the visionaries bring their vision of their business to execution. And that's in the book Rocket Fuel by Gina Wickman. Check that out. Four to one. I'm saying what Claudia is saying. There's plenty of fish in the sea when you're outnumbered like that. Michelle said the same thing, similar. She thought she would not get clients. And Michelle is a video editor. She's in hot demand with that skill set. And I've given her tons of clients. I'm, in fact, I'm putting her email everywhere because she has such a specialized skill. And I see so many business owners who need that help that um, my students are like my kids. Like I am doing everything in my power to get their name out there to help them build their own business and get the clients and get the referrals. And every time I share their email, I know it lives on forever in Facebook. Like someone else will find that post. So they're getting referrals they don't even know come from me that come from me. Megan, who's a teacher who's actually on an earlier episode, said that she would be awful at interviewing and never find any clients, which to me, this is laughable because two or three weeks within the crash course, Megan had a six-figure business owner hiring her. And you can go check out um, Megan's episode. I talk about her a lot in my webinar, too. She is episode number eight, The Teacher Who Manages Online Communities. Her story is kind of awesome. The way she just scooped up a client, showed up as herself, but that was endearing. I'm not saying like she was awkward or anything. It's just clients don't want to hire somebody who's like perfect and put together. Like that isn't trusting. I don't know about you, but I see like the perfect person and I'm like wondering online, like, hmm, are they for real? <laughs> like they're lying to me, right? And nobody wants to hire the VA who's got 10,000 Instagram followers on social media. Like that VA is not going to hang around long term to serve her business. That VA is working her business, which I don't blame her. So 
Megan scooped up this business owner and she started by working with her Facebook community, which she was able to take my Facebook community manager course and go all in with that. And then, then the business owner came back to her hiring other services. I think she's doing Pinterest for another client as well. It was perfect for her. As a teacher with no marketing skills, she had the amazing growth mindset, that thing that business owners want to hire, that ability to implement and get done. So don't let that fear that Megan had that you have to put yourself out there in this very promote insta-famous way. You absolutely do not. Will it help to get some good brand photos? Yes. You definitely should start an Instagram or Facebook or have a website at some point. Yes. Can you book out without doing any of those things? Absolutely, you can. Don't let the fear of you just wanting to be behind the scenes and stay there, like not let you show up for a discovery call or put your name in the hat. I had several other ladies, especially from my group, have the fear. Brittany said she feared she wouldn't have clients. Brittany's amazing. She's booked out. Sharon said, I feared and worried that I wouldn't have any skills anyone would want to hire me for. Sharon was a freaking executive director of a nonprofit. She has skills. And now she has clients. And it's amazing. I think she ended up getting like five clients in one week. And I'm telling you, I have the job opportunities in my group. I just need more capable, smart, growth mindset students to give these jobs to. Natasha, she's hilarious. She said, she feared and worried that even after taking your course, I wouldn't be able to do the work, royally screw up something for a client and never get hired by anyone again, which is hilarious because just working with her client right now, she has all of the people that she's coordinating with and interacting with on behalf of this client wanting to hire her. And then she's now bringing referrals to our community. (laughs) So yeah. And has she made mistakes? Yeah. She was recently telling me there's like typos in things and her client wasn't unhappy. It's not like she's getting fired. And I'll tell you what, typos, mistakes, those happen when things are rushed. I've been there, done that. I do it in my own business or when I'm on my phone because I fat finger text things. But like for me, it's not the end of the world. But when it's for a client, it's embarrassing. But you don't have to be perfect. The best thing you can do is set up systems to double check things and get your clients involved so they can see why A, right? Now, Howard brought up a good point. Uh, She said that she was worried about benefits. This is the hardest thing about being a freelance independent contractor. You are saving your business owners money because they are not having to pay benefits for you. But by not being an employee and by being an independent contractor, it's expected that you charge more. Like Your hourly rate to an employee will be more, and business owners should recognize that. If, if they don't, it's because they're new, they don't get it, maybe you don't want to work for them. But most people understand independent contractors are absorbing the cost of A, running their business, and be the medical you know, benefits and health insurance and whatnot. Okay, Kim, who's a very successful copywriter, said that she had a hard time. She feared finding clients. Like, I know she's booked out. And I have no doubt that if you are want to learn the digital marketing skills, are capable of going through the modules and learning, and not afraid to put your name in the hat for these jobs, like, I can help you find the job leads inside my group. You can take my course, go to VA Crash Course, or you can look at the Unicorn Work Group that we have, that small group where we do monthly trainings. We have networking opportunities and also job leads. My job leads go there first to those women first. So check that out. It's all in the show notes. 
And yeah, I hope this episode gives you some peace, like the things you're worrying about, the things that are keeping you stuck or scared, you're absolutely not alone. And this is why being in a community where you're seeing comments like that will make you feel so much better and give you the encouragement to put your name in there. So I would love to have you in my community. If you're already in my community, you guys, you know, I love you to death and I'm so glad that you're in my world. And it's I am just such a happy, fulfilled person to know that you have changed your life by starting your own business and taking on the clients and earning that income. There's so much power to that, and I'm so proud of you. Okay, join me next week. We're going to be talking to my copywriting friend, InSync fan, who's killing it in business, and she has some good advice when it comes to sending out those weekly emails. We'll catch you then. ready to learn the digital marketing and social media skills that will get you hired online, head over to vacrashcourse.com where you can learn about my five-week program, the Digital Media VA Crash Course. Small business owners and solopreneurs want to hire someone who gets it and who can help them implement just about everything. They're looking for a magical assistant who does it all. With my comprehensive training, you can get your foot in the door and become the unicorn. Check out vacrashcourse.com. Tire launch right on your back. These are repeatable kind of, um, what am I trying to say here? No. Um, Oh, I just lost my screen. Hold on. Hold on. My phone's ringing now. Toss that over to the bed. I knew a phone would ring during the middle of this.